Look, this is a struggle, okay? This whole episode has been a fucking struggle and I'm just trying to get it together and I'm trying to do it Like, I'm trying so hard not to lose my shit. So, any designers out there, any artistic girlies, guys, gays and nays, like, everyone that is interested in the art fields, this is what we're going through. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm your host Komei and welcome back to another episode of Mandatory Adult. This episode is a continuation of another conversation that I started to have on a previous episode, which I think I'm just going to combine them talking about finding a job right now, being in graphic design, being a creative in 2023 and how it's going for me. If you're new here, hi, my name's Komei. I'm a graphic designer. I create all the graphics on our Instagram. I make all the TikToks. I made this entire brand. This entire podcast is all me and I love what I do. However, I was also laid off and now it's this really weird position that I've been in because when I was working, I was constantly getting recruited, constantly getting those LinkedIn messages. And now that I actually need a job, silence. <laughs> like crickets is what I'm hearing, actually. I'm pretty sure I can hear the cows mooing in the background. Like that is how slow my life is going right now. And as a workaholic, as an elder Gen Zer, as someone who was raised as a hyper-independent woman because I did not have a dad, it is really hard for me to not be productive. And I think that is what leads to my anxiety. And that's why your girl's on Zoloft. Anxiety babes relate. But for real, like even like being home alone and like having nothing to do is so like dooming. Like I don't know. I don't know how, it, how I like get through the day, truly. Like it's just... It's one of those things where like I have to stop thinking about it and it actually started with me not looking at clocks anymore. Like my whole day was basically structured around a clock because I worked a nine to five and I know I'm going on a bit of a tangent before I get into this story, <laughs> but l just hear me out. Obviously I was working a nine to five, so I'd get up at a certain time, I'd make breakfast, feed my cats, clean my house, and then I'd leave. And then I'd go to the office and immediately be clocked in from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And the irony, the irony is that at 5 p.m. I was so fucking drained. For me, it was a midday lull. Like at 3 p.m., it was time for me to go to sleep. Like that was the time for me to like get an energy drink, like down a monster, down a Red Bull and like try and eat a cookie, like something with a lot of sugar to like bring myself back up to be alert for the next three fucking hours so that I can clock out at five. But the irony, the irony is that we never clocked out at five. And it was, again, it was just that impending doom of a clock. So then you'd actually get home by like seven or eight and then you have to make yourself fucking dinner if you didn't have enough money to go grab yourself something to eat. And then... Your day is over and then you're just like watching TV until 10 and you're like, okay, it's 1030. I have 30 more minutes before I need to go to bed. <laughs> like it was, it was fucking ridiculous. And so now that I'm not working a nine to five and I'm fucking free from the corporate man, I am trying so hard to not give myself more anxiety because I'm not being productive because I'm telling myself, you know what? Everything happens for a reason. I was not fired. I was laid off. I didn't do anything wrong. And I deserve this time to myself. I deserve to be treated. I deserve to be respected. And I am worthy 
of getting money from the government period and I'm allowing myself this time to like really find myself and really get into the hobbies that I really wanted to do so I'm just really taking this time to like learn myself and like better myself and also not to settle for anything less so one of those things to lower my anxiety is to not look at a fucking clock like right now it is midnight it is midnight as I'm recording and I didn't get out of my bed until 12 this afternoon and every time I do that it's weird because I feel bad about it but half the time I'm like well what the fuck am I gonna do in the morning like ugh. like there's no reason like there's no reason for me to be up right now like it's fine also I usually start my day at like nine o'clock and since I've been helping my family for this whole month I've actually been getting up at six because I had to get my nieces and nephews off to school so you know what I deserve it's this fucking Sunday I deserve to sleep in so I did. But anyway, it's midnight as I'm reading this. And now that I'm looking at that, I already know that I didn't do my Duolingo for the day. And I'm going to have to use one of my freezes. So let's get the fuck into this episode. Oh, okay. Anxiety. Anxiety, go away. It's, it's, just a, it's just a talking bird. It's just Duolingo. You know French. You're just, you're just, you're taking your time. You're taking your time and you're going to be fine. Look, this is a struggle, okay? This whole episode has been a fucking struggle and I'm just trying to get it together and I'm trying to do it together. Like, I'm trying so hard not to lose my shit. So, any designers out there, any artistic girlies, guys, gays and nays, like, everyone that is interested in the art fields, this is what we're going through. I cannot believe how hard it is to find a job. Um, now, I'm going to give you guys all the details, like, the exact number, who I've been applying to, like you're going to get it all today. I was laid off and they gave me a severance package, whoop-de-woo. So I basically took that time and was like, okay, let me find myself. Let me figure out what I want to apply for. Let me manifest the job that I need and desire and love and want. And then I will go and apply. So I redid my entire portfolio. I added a lot of shit that needed to be added. I took out a lot of shit that needed to be taken out. And I even like rebranded myself and I basically posted, hey, I was laid off. Anybody got connects? Let me know. Reach out. And I had a lot of recruiters reach out. I had a lot of people contact me and it hasn't gone anywhere. And again, it has never been this hard for me to find a job. I usually am able to find a job within like the first four or five applications that I send. Like I'm not exaggerating. It has never been this hard. What I will be doing in this upcoming week is responding to every single person that has ghosted me. Every person that I applied to a job for, I'm going to email their creative agency, their HR department, whoever the fuck I need to email. I'm going to email them and let them know that I sent a application and see what happens because a lot of the times people don't follow up. And again, like I've, sent out so many applications and I've gotten so little rejections that I'm just like, okay, either people are just like really backed up or like people just aren't hiring and it's weird. So let me give you guys a timeline. <laughs> I feel like I'm just spewing a lot of information, but it's been fucking rough. Okay. First timeline, they gave me a severance package up until a certain point and then I would have to find new insurance. I would have to find uh, some sort of coverage <laughs> and some sort of income, right? So essentially when you apply for unemployment, you have to completely be unemployed from them. Like you can't be receiving severance. You can't be receiving anything from your job. You have to be completely unemployed. So fun fact, I applied for unemployment well before my severance was ended because I want to get that process going. Cause I didn't know what to expect. Y'all I had fucking identity theft 
on me. Somebody identified me with theft. Like, what? So let me tell you. First of all, whoever the fuck is out there using my name with a Hotmail account, your mom's a hoe. That's it, okay? Like, I I do not understand why people do this. Like, I get it. Times are fucking hard. But, like, to steal someone's identity and to try and apply for unemployment under their name, under my information fucking vile yeah so just just be aware of that i wish there was a way for people to have some sort of like fraud check when they're running their name when they're running their social security number like there's literally no way to know if someone took out identity theft on you until it's too late just know that that could happen and it happened to me and when i tell y'all i went in circles like no joke it took a whole month four fucking weeks for these people to do their job and when i say these people i mean the unemployment office and here's also a fun fact if you move from the place that you got laid off from you have to file for unemployment under that state not the state that you currently live in and all of that being said all the information they had for me was wrong because i moved i don't live there anymore so they had to update all that information and then they had to continuously ask me okay well um we already have an account here I'm like okay I have identity fraud that's why there's already an account like I'm not able to get into my account like it was just a hot ass mess so for anybody wondering when you apply for unemployment you enter your information and then it goes into a database and then you should be able to log into your account if you're not you have identity fraud just letting you know it's that simple if you cannot get into your account you have identity fraud and you have to call and they have to go through all the fucking loops and hoops and what the fuck ever's to get your information cleared out and redone. No joke. It took me calling at least six different people. Like there was just so many fucking things that like I had no control over. Like I can't get into my account. I can't tell you what you guys can't see, but all I could tell you is that I can't get into my account because of identity fraud. And fun fact, they can't tell you who the identity fraud is from but this one girl messed up because clearly people don't know what the fuck they're doing and literally this is the last like the sixth person that i talked to the sixth person that i talked to i was like hey you guys are calling me back about identity fraud right and she was like huh and i was like yes i can't get into my account please tell them to take out whoever the fuck's information is in that account because it's not me i can't get into my account here's all my login information and she was like okay so what about the hotmail account and i was like hotmail I didn't even know Hotmail still existed. I was like, no, that is not me. Here is my information. So yeah, all of that being said, that was a fucking headache. The second fun fact is exactly how many fucking jobs I applied for and who I applied for. I'm about to go through the list, okay? So take some notes, write this shit down. Um, and I'll also do another episode of me following up with you guys on whoever didn't respond, okay? So I have a total of 13 rejections, okay? 13 rejections, that's totally fine. Honestly, I was probably underqualified. Um, I have been applying for art director, creative director, assistant creative director, assistant art director. I've been applying for all of it, okay? Cause you never know, you never fucking know and you never know until you try. So 13 rejections is fine. Guess how many I applied for though? I applied for 50, 50 jobs with only 13 rejections. That means more than half of these jobs haven't even gotten back to me. Radio silence, okay? So let me tell you exactly who 
and exactly what I'm doing. So I only use LinkedIn. Are there scammers on LinkedIn? Yeah, but it's more legitimate than using Google Jobs. So I applied for No Good in New York as a creative strategist. I've applied for Wonderman Thompson. Oh my God, what is that? Oh my God. What is that? Wow, I said Thompson. You know what? We're gonna keep that in. Wonderman Thompson for an associate art director. I actually applied for Betches Media as a podcast editor. Hello. Um, let's see. Oh, I even applied for Pinterest as a content designer. Yeah, that'd be cute. Um, I applied for Beautylish as a freelance graphic designer. I even applied to Uniqlo as a temporary visual merchandising designer. And I actually applied for Naughty Dog as a graphic designer for games. That'd be fucking cool. Um, Instagram as a content curator. Mind you, I'm just kind of like going through the big names, okay? The names that people would know and probably have heard of before. I'm not going to go through the ones that don't sound familiar. Um, I even applied for art director for Milk Makeup. Hmm, you never know, okay? You never know. Don't judge me. Ooh, okay, and the next page is a bunch of things that you guys probably have never heard of before, so I'm just not even gonna mention those, it's fine. Now, how about all the ones that I recently applied for? I even applied for Nike. I applied for multiple jobs at Nike. I actually remember applying for multiple jobs at Disney as well, even though me and Disney are besties, but they want people to relocate to like Kissimmee, Florida, and um, what's that other place that is literally like a Disney resort? It's Kissimmee and like, is it called Paradise? Some shit like that. They want me to relocate there, which honestly I'm not against, but at the same time, if I don't have to live in Florida, I don't want to. Ooh, I applied for Hunt a Killer Marketing Designer. That's a fun one. So the other place that I applied for a lot of jobs is Warner Bros Discovery. Um, and then I also applied for Warner Brothers Music, Sony Music, and I think that's it. There was another music thing that I applied for too. I just can't remember right now. Netflix had a lot of jobs and then I applied for all of those, Radio Silence. And let's see if anyone else, oh, Rockstar Games. That would have been a fun one. Again, Radio Silence. So that's what we got. And you know what's really funny? I have 482 jobs saved and I've applied for 50, over 50 actually and a lot of them are radio silence. So we will be reaching out to them and making sure they follow up with us because this is fucking ridiculous. Especially if it's been over two weeks, I'm definitely gonna reach out to them. And you know, it's hilarious too. So I basically put everything in a pending folder on my email and I put everything in a rejected folder. In, <laughs> let's see, in my pending I folder, have 27 jobs, and I'm basically gonna, gonna blah, 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 I'm basically gonna have to go through all 27 of these and see if they're like, do not reach back out. We will reach out to you in X amount of time, because sometimes they do that too. But if not, y'all are getting an email from me. You're getting an email today. That is what it's like in the job market using LinkedIn and. Even for me, having a lot of connections, having a great resume, a great portfolio, having all the stuff that I'm supposed to have, I'm still not getting a job. Like that is just, it's wild. And I have found that the only times that I don't get a job directly from the horse's mouth, from a recruiter, is because I won't relocate. You don't even wanna give me a relocation bonus. And I'm moving to one of the most expensive cities in America. How dumb do you sound? Like it just, 
It's all bullshit. It really is. It's a big fucking conundrum that I'm going through right now of like culinary school, something that you love or continue school and get your master's, which like you can always go back to school and get something done, but it's just a matter of time. Maybe I'm just being too impatient. As I was really looking for a job and I couldn't fucking find one and nothing was working, I was like, all right, let me post on Reddit. Never posted on Reddit a day in my life. And so I found a Reddit. It's r slash graphic underscore design. And it's graphic design, the process of visual communication, problem solving through the use of photography and illustration and typography. And basically, um, you can't have any off-topic posts. It's all about graphic design. Um, you know, like don't bully each other and no promotional commercial work. Like just basic questions, uh, critiques, and this is not like a, a place where like people give their homework like oh can you do my homework for me like no nothing like that so it's literally just graphic designers talking about graphic design not trying to sell their services so I did kind of go into detail because I'm a woman who does that and I might have added some things that were unnecessary but to be honest I feel like anything I add is necessary so here we go I posted there is tons of jobs sorry there is tons of job postings on linkedin but no one is hiring what is going on so this is a discussion post that i posted a month ago and it's really interesting to see everyone's responses there's 10 comments 3.5 thousand views 50 percent upvote rate and i got five community karma points which is cool um so i said hi First post on Reddit and I have a podcast episode idea that I think people would benefit from. So any advice or thoughts would be very appreciated. And then I added our podcast, Mandatory Adults Podcast. I, 25 female, have been laid off from my corporate job of three years. It was a complete shock, but I was ready to move on. I took the time to reevaluate my career and make sure I'm applying for jobs that make me excited and hopefully don't have the toxic work levels that my previous job had. It was a lot of stress and unpaid overtime that took a toll on my mental health. I had just graduated college and moved out on my own very far from my family, and I experienced a home invasion after two years into living there. That's another story for another time. I moved back home to feel safe, and my job allowed me to work remotely as a designer while I got help. I was diagnosed with PTSD and anxiety disorder, so I flew back and forth for work as needed, and after I was laid off, I told myself to take it easy. I didn't want to jump into another job where I would have to move far from my family on my own, thus triggering my PTSD. I was ready to move to Atlanta, Charleston, Miami, Kissimmee, all relatively close to my family, but those parameters in mind, most applications for these roles are not offering relocation bonuses or remote work has been complete radio silence. There's a few jobs I've been rejected from, but most go unanswered, even after following up. I use LinkedIn with a great portfolio of work, lots of connections, and good references. Yes, my job experiences is minimal, three years, but I was a lead designer with lots of responsibility. So I'm now filling, filing for unemployment as it's been three months of applications, redoing my portfolio, and getting lots of recruiters to call back, but it's not going anywhere. Has anyone else been dealing with this insane job market? I've never had a problem getting a job before, and it's been extremely discouraging, especially after these large company layoffs. I feel like I'm doing everything right, but now I'm thinking of two things. Either go back to school and get my master's while I have time, or change my career to something I love but never thought I could do, like culinary arts. With three years of agency experience and a master's, wouldn't that be an unrealistic application? Like, who would hire me with such little experience, but then be overqualified with a master's? 
Also, I don't want to apply for a job that pays less than what I had previously. It's all one step forward, three steps back, and I can't wrap my head around it anymore. It's a lot. I'm just not sure if I need to waste time going nowhere when I could be starting something new. So I think overall, it was a pretty like overarching post. You get why I'm in the position that I'm in. So here's the first uh, commenter and he he's a top contributor. <laughs> And this is one of the funniest ones I've read thus far because this guy goes into detail. Like his response is longer than my post and I'm probably not going to go into everything that he said. I mean, maybe I will. Fuck. I don't know. But I did have a response for literally everything he said as well. So my comment got three upvotes and his comment got three upvotes. So we're kind of we're kind of in a, in a standoff right now. So this guy says, I'm sorry to break the news to you, but this website presentation is not good. It's difficult to navigate and it appears to be designed for small screens, which it's not. I'm viewing on a larger monitor and there's some things that are way too big. Your first step would be to start looking at portfolios of other designers. I already do that and how they present their work. Evaluate what others are doing well. Make sure your portfolio functions the way that people expect. I had difficulty finding your samples. I clicked on every image on your homepage and it did nothing. It was on my third attempt after looking through more samples that I figured out it was a small text on the bottom um, of each photo. Let's see, I'm gonna kind of scroll through because he wrote a lot. He's like, you got a whole lot of buttons. <laughs> you got a whole lot of buttons that don't function as buttons. They do nothing, um, which actually was a design choice. So totally understand. Uh, he said, you're presenting yourself as being either an apparel designer or a social media designer, but neither of those are going into depth enough to make your skills appealing to potential employers. Present yourself as a graphic artist more than a graphic designer. Capable of creating art for just one page, but nothing more in depth. Any, and he said, many of your projects are often small, like with one item or just two. He says, you're competing against students who have portfolios that include multiple full brands with mock-ups and logos and stationery, which is so funny because I have multiple projects that have full brands of mock-ups. So the irony that like this guy like clearly did not understand what my position was and that like a lot of my work is apparel right now, but I still very clearly have real uh, corporate America experience with like big name companies that I had to do smaller projects for and like there's nothing I can do about that so he also said you over decorated your website which is funny because I didn't like my website's actually very clean so I don't know what he was talking about there uh, let's see he said you could have chosen an order where your work is presenting by how recognizing the brand name or by how good your work is make sure you're not name dropping I can't not name drop because that's the person I did the work for. And if I don't include their name, it's like I'm stealing something from them. So that's kind of funny. And it's not name dropping when you worked for them. So ironic. He was saying like fix a few navigational issues. I'm kind of scrolling down. And he said, you have good design samples, but your portfolio is not great. Uh, he says, there's no typography layout. There's no corporate work, which is funny because it is all corporate work. There's no branding. Like this guy is just going on a tangent that like makes no sense. And then he said, even your Reddit post has issues. You have a wall of text with no paragraphs. He said, um, I dislike, oh my God, this is it. This is it, you guys. I really dislike that I live in a world where I'm saying this, but I recommend you at least consider whitewashing your portfolio. Bombastic side eye. That means don't use your picture or don't start with projects that focus on minorities. 
Just as someone who is older won't use a picture and won't mention their age, will only show more recent samples and will remove the years from their resume to avoid prejudice of ageism, you don't want to give anyone a reason to cut you before they even looked at your samples. That's suspicious. That's weird. Here's the thing. I have an about me page where that's the only picture of me. Quite literally. Everything else, you have no idea who I am. Ugh. And also the way that he was like, you must whitewash your portfolio. Sir, all the work that I did was for minorities. I'm not whitewashing Black History Month projects. Like, holy shit. Like, get your shit together. Anyway, um, he said, good luck to you. Not just in the job search, but with dealing with life in general. So... I responded and I said, yeah, no offense taken at all. I need that perspective to change my website when you said it wasn't good. That's fine. I did go into detail. I was like, I've had the hardest time of like, how do I represent myself? How do I present myself? Do I present myself as an apparel designer? Do I present myself as just a designer? Like I was having the hardest time and I've already figured that out now. And I also told him like, I totally agree on the quote unquote small projects comment because the small projects that I have were with different brands. So I separated everything by brand, but now I'm going to separate everything by workload. So basically I'm going to put the company that I worked for and all of their work on one versus each brand that I worked for under that company, if that makes any sense without name dropping. Oh, I also put, uh, you're not wrong about this post having issues, but also it's just a post. Thanks for that. And then this guy at the very bottom, he was like, sorry, I responded to his comment talking about whitewashing. I was like, this statement really blows my mind and it's not something I'm willing to change at all. The only posts who have people of color in it are Black History Month, which I gather you did not read while scrolling through the website. All right, next guy. He's another top contributor. So remember, my comment had three upvotes. This other guy had three upvotes. We're kind of at a middle ground, but overall, he was right and wrong about a lot of things. So this other guy was actually very nice. He said, are you only using LinkedIn? There might be other job searches that you can get more like alerts on. He said, to be fair, this is your first job since leaving college. So how is it that you don't have a hard time finding jobs? It takes six to 12 months to find a really good job as a designer. So even if you're doing like 10% of your applications, um, like five to 10 jobs a week, then you're doing good, which but applying to five to ten jobs a week? Bye. Anyway, <laughs> next. Um, this guy, he was really sweet. He goes, this comes up a lot here because I was talking about, like, do I change my career? Do I do something else? And he said, personally, um, I've understood that looking that in your downtime, if you want to do your master's, it wouldn't be additional. It Like, it wouldn't give you an additional boost because it just a master's like they really go based off of years in this industry which is an interesting perspective he said unless you want to be a professor you don't need to get your master's which is cool I do want to be a professor but I want to retire to be a professor you know what I mean like I don't want to be a professor right now just because like that's not the vibe I'm going for oh okay and here we go this guy said overall you avoid a lot of common junior mistakes in your portfolio and oh and then he said but I wonder if it's actually a bit too much such that people won't really be bothering with a lot of it. I don't know what the fuck that means. That sentence doesn't make sense to me. Um, and then he, again, he commented like, you do have giant project tiles that aren't clickable, um, which I have changed. He said, I'm, I really like that you explain your role. You give uh, major, like I basically had like a section that was like focus points so that people could understand what the project was if they didn't want to read the whole like paragraph. 
and then he also said oh and then he also said overall with some of the roles you can better explain what you did like sometimes you say shading gradients burning dodging and photoshop tools however you should probably represent your projects a little bit better which is a good point to make and then he said for your student work you only have two ux ui projects so maybe look more into there and um yeah so he got two upvotes and i also got two upvotes for my response to him which is literally me saying the same thing i was like thank you so much this is so eye-opening um i could definitely add more passion projects because it's not like i can just like lie about the work that i did but i can definitely do like a project or two that's not real and say that it's a passion project or you can technically say this is a um oh concept i was gonna call it a concept design that's exactly what i'm gonna name it because i want to do concept design <laughs> okay anyway and then someone else added another comment under here and they also have two upvotes and they said adding that a master's in design is probably most helpful for people wanting a degree after wanting a design degree after doing a bachelor's or anything else but this is really just for people who want to teach a number of typographical errors on your site, um, some overly repetitive language, blah, blah, blah. He goes, uh, another comment that has two upvotes, totally separate. They said, also, I'm wondering if all of these listings are legit. Some have scam posts on LinkedIn, which have dramatically increased. Another commenter who has two upvotes says, uh, three months of applying is really nothing in this market. A lot of designers are applying for over a year before they get a full-time position. I wouldn't go for the masters, honestly, unless you wanna be a professor but uh go the culinary route it sounds like something you really might be passionate about and i responded to that guy being like thank you for your perspective i really do love baking and pastry i started it in high school but i uh, didn't go that route so definitely thinking about it and then the last two commenters only have one upvote and they said i went through three rounds of interviews with a local company and they changed their story literally extending an offer which is at poverty line in my city i'm 39 i have 15 years of experience with a fortune billion dollar company this comp this economy has companies on some kind of drugs needless to say i sent a fun email in response and then the last guy said you should have a couple of case studies showcasing your process and capabilities on a projects ad's or hiring managers want to take you want to be taken through your process so they know what you're capable of doing this gives them a sense of what it'll be like to work with you so that was my reddit post you guys i'm really proud of myself for posting it i kind of uh outed myself because i added my portfolio on here which is really funny but i'll probably end up editing this post um and i will probably end up adding my new portfolio so i can get their opinion on it but i wanted to share this with you guys because this was something that i was working on and i just wanted to wait and get people's responses and it took about like 24 to 48 hours to like really let the responses roll in but I definitely want your opinion too. Like, what do you guys think? If you're not in a creative field, your opinion still matters. It's still valid. I wrote this note to myself in my phone so I can look at it all the time. I think it's called like health or something like that. Or like note to self. I have a couple tabs like that that I like to read whenever I'm feeling down. And one of the things is I refuse to feel sorry for myself. And I don't know why that resonates with me so much. But maybe it'll resonate with you too. I refuse to feel sorry for myself and I think of this in many different ways. I think of it as like I would never want someone to feel sorry for me. I don't feel sorry for myself. I refuse to feel sorry for myself because there are other people that are in much worse positions than I'm in 
And if they could see me over here moping on my fucking couch, they would be pissed the fuck off. (laughs) Like, that's genuinely how I think. And I said this to my grandma and I said this to my sister as well. And they were both like, yeah, I really like that. I refuse to feel sorry for myself. And maybe that's an affirmation that you guys can add to your journals. I don't know. (laughs) But it's something that really sticks with me in my brain. It really does. And it helps me get the fuck out of my emotions. It helps me not allow my anxiety to like rule my fucking day because there is no way I am never going to allow myself to get back to whatever fucking mental state I was in when I was so miserable like unbelievably miserable like miserable to the point where I thought I was having an ego death because I took an old CBD gummy (laughs) like I can laugh about it now I can laugh about it now but when I when I decide to do that episode, it is it is a hot ass mess, you guys. Like it was really, really bad. And I don't talk about it often. And I don't even know if I really told all my friends about that story. Most of them I did tell them. We all have our moments and it ain't nothing compared to what I've been through. And we're all gonna get through this together. And if you resonate with this, please feel free to comment you can message us you can dm us you can you know do whatever you want to let us know that you're loving it and i read all of your messages i respond to every message that i get and i love you guys so 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 much it makes me so happy so make sure to go follow us at mando m-a-n-d-o dot pod on instagram and follow us at mandatory adults on tiktok and make sure to follow us wherever you stream your podcasts spotify google iHeartRadio, amazon apple all the above give us five stars follow us we will be here for you at least every month <laughs> is the promise that i'm gonna make <laughs> because this year has been kind of wild so i'm sorry i am so so sorry i really do try to post every single week but if i can't you can at least expect an episode once a month. So I love you guys so much. I hope you like this episode. I hope it resonates with you. I hope it helps you. I hope you feel heard and I hope you feel seen. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.